This is Plant-Based Briefing, Cultured Meat, the Future of Pet Food, an excerpt by Shannon Falconer, Ph.D., CEO and co-founder of Because Animals. And I'm your host, Marian Erickson, and today's post is from a new contributor, Because Animals. Co-founders Josh and Shannon had volunteered for years together at the same cat rescue in Toronto, where they helped improve the lives of homeless cats and ease the overpopulation of strays and ferals. But the problem they truly bonded over was what they were feeding those cats, overprocessed, oversupplemented meats from animals that cats were not meant to eat. And more than that, factory farms, the source of the vast majority of pet food, are devastating to the climate, our environment, and to the lives of farmed animals. So while Shannon was working as a microbiologist at Stanford University, and Josh was finishing his MBA from Indiana University, they came up with a solution to a problem they both thought a lot about. How do we feed our pets without harming other animals or the environment? The answer, because animals. So now let's get to today's plant-based briefing. Cultured Meat, the Future of Pet Food, an excerpt by Shannon Falconer, Ph.D., CEO and co-founder of Because Animals. Meat is the central ingredient in commercial pet food. Cats evolved eating it, and in the wild, meat is the only single source of complete nutrition for both cats and dogs. However, the demand for meat, by not only humans but also cats and dogs, has come with some devastating consequences, including climate change, animal cruelty, and risks to public health. When it comes to feeding cats and dogs, Because Animals recognizes the nutritional value of meat. For this reason, Because Animals is not creating a meat alternative, we are creating meat that is produced in an alternative way, specifically Because Animals is creating cultured meat for pets. Cultured meat is 100% bioidentical to traditional meat. It has the same nutritional value and composition as animal-based meat. Cultured meat is made by growing animal cells inside of a bioreactor instead of inside an animal. Cultured meat allows people to continue to feed cats and dogs the meat they love without any of the negative impacts associated with traditional meat. No animals raised inhumanely for slaughter, no greenhouse gas emissions, no wasteful use of natural resources, no antibiotics or growth hormones, and no risk to pet or human public health in terms of bacterial contamination and zoonotic diseases. The way meat is currently produced comes with some devastating consequences. 1. Climate change. Animal agriculture is responsible for 18% of the world's greenhouse gas emissions, which is more than all modes of transportation combined. 2. Threat to public health. Pandemics. The main trigger for all pandemics in human history has been the jump of an infectious agent from a farmed or wild animal to a human. 3. Land degradation and land use. Close to a third of the world's soil has already been degraded due to livestock. In the United States, 41% of the country's land, nearly 800 million acres, is taken up by the feed, grazing, and confinement of livestock. 4. Animal abuse. The animal agriculture industry is responsible for countless instances of unconscionable animal cruelty. And 5. Antibiotic-resistant pathogens. Approximately 80% of all antibiotics manufactured in the United States are sold to the animal agriculture industry, making animal farming the largest driver of the development of antibiotic-resistant pathogens.
Making these matters worse, meat consumption is growing at a rapid rate. By 2050, we'll need 1.5 planets to meet demand. An alternative is imperative. Removing animals from the supply chain and eliminating the world's reliance on the animal agriculture industry is the ideal way to feed our pets a healthy diet. Cultured meat will allow us to remove animals from the supply chain, eliminate the world's reliance on the animal agriculture industry, and provide pets with their ideal diet. Meat, the original diet for cats and the modern dog's ancestor. Meat is the central ingredient in pet food. Cats evolved eating it, as did wolves, the modern dog's ancestor. Although cats and dogs are both able to obtain all of the nutrients they need from meat, each species possesses key metabolic differences that greatly impact their nutritional requirements. How so? Let's take a look at these differences in more detail. As obligate carnivores, cats evolved as predatory animals, with their food sources being mice, rats, rabbits, lizards, and insects. In the wild, the only way for felines to obtain all of the nutrients they need is to consume another animal. For the carnivorous cat, the following are among those key nutrients that are only or mostly found in meat. Taurine, arachidonic acid, vitamin A, retinol, and vitamin B3, niacin. In all cases, cats lack the enzymatic ability to synthesize these essential nutrients, leaving meat as their only source. However, it's important to understand that, like all animals, Cats require specific nutrients rather than specific ingredients in order to survive and thrive. While meat is the only source of complete nutrition for cats living in the wild, it is not the only source of complete nutrition for cats being fed a commercial diet. Indeed, recent research suggests that cats fed plant-based diets properly supplemented with animal-free synthetic essential nutrients are just as healthy as cats fed meat-based diets. However, unlike cats, dogs diverged from their carnivorous ancestor more than 13,000 years ago. During this time, dogs coexisted alongside humans, eating table scraps of their omnivorous human companions and evolving metabolic traits that allowed them to survive on not only meat, but also plant matter. Over a period of 10,000 years, dogs went from requiring meat to being capable of obtaining all the nutrients they need from either a meat or a plant-based diet. Dogs are unique from cats in many ways, but in terms of nutritional requirements, it's their metabolism and their body's ability to synthesize certain key nutrients from precursor molecules found in plants that sets them apart. For example, in the case of vitamin A, dogs are able to synthesize this vitamin from a precursor molecule called carotene, a compound that is found in abundance in many vegetables and gives carrots their orange color. In contrast, cats lack the ability to convert carotene to vitamin A and therefore need to obtain this nutrient from their diet. Metabolically speaking, dogs are much more similar to humans than they are to cats. Although today's domestic dogs do not need meat, many pet parents feel more comfortable feeding their canine a diet that includes at least some meat, as it's an ingredient that their wolf ancestors thrived on. Regardless of whether dogs need meat, they don't, most dogs still love the taste and will choose the flesh of a rabbit over a head of cabbage any day. The majority of pet parents choose to feed their cats and dogs meat, creating a huge demand and market for meat-based pet food. Like most experts, when it comes to feeding our pets, because animals recognizes both the nutritional value and sensory satisfaction that meat brings, for this reason, we're not making a meat alternative we're making 100% meat by an alternative means.
The problem with meat in pet food. Adding to its contribution to climate change, land degradation, threats to public health, egregious animal cruelty, meat comes with another set of problems specific to pet food. Pet health. Every year, multiple times a year, the FDA issues recalls on pet food, typically due to bacterial contamination. The extreme heat and pressure used in pet food production leads to a loss of many key nutrients, such that even meat-based cat food is supplemented with synthetic nutrients, including taurine. Beef and poultry protein, among the main sources of protein used in pet food, are also among the leading food allergens in cats and dogs. Pet food contamination by the euthanizing agent pentobarbital has been detected. The presence of antibiotic residues in pet food has led to adverse health reactions in dogs, and human-grade raw meat diets put pets at risk of infection by pathogenic bacteria, as evidenced by a recent report showing that 100% of the meat tested positive for fecal bacteria. Sustainability More than a quarter of the environmental effects of the animal agriculture industry are directly attributable to the foods that Americans feed their cats and dogs. Growing pet populations worldwide place added demand and stress on meat production. Rendered animal ingredients The vast majority of pet food is made from something called rendered ingredients. For the most part, rendered ingredients consist of animal offal, viscera, heads, bone, blood, and other byproducts from slaughterhouses, and quote-unquote fallen animals, which are livestock that die before making it to slaughter, typically due to disease, dehydration, or suffocation during transit. Human-grade meat. Many premium and ultra-premium brands of pet food use human-grade meat in their products, Some companies even produce pet food using only meat from quote-unquote humanely raised or free-range animals. Although such meat may indeed have come from animals treated humanely before slaughter, this style of meat production is also far more environmentally devastating. Although human-grade, free-range pet food may be better for the animal from which it came, those higher animal welfare standards come at a higher cost to the planet. In the United States and Canada alone, more than 25 million tons of rendered animal material is processed every year, with the majority of those rendered ingredients being sold to the pet food industry. Although it is argued by some that rendering is an environmentally sustainable practice, another perspective is that the practice of rendering is only sustainable in the sense that it sustains the animal agriculture industry, which many experts have argued is the most unsustainable practice on the planet. Cultured meat is bioidentical to traditional meat. It is 100% meat. The difference is in how that meat is produced, namely A, raising and slaughtering an animal, current production method, versus B, taking a sample of cells from an animal and then growing those cells inside a bioreactor through a process very similar to beer and probiotic production, the cultured meat production method. The solution? Cultured meat. What is meat? All meat is simply a collection of animal cells. Meat in the traditional sense is produced when these cells grow inside a body, but when given the right nutrients, these cells can grow inside a specialized container called a bioreactor. The end result in both scenarios is 100% meat. You just listened to Cultured Meat, the Future of Pet Food, an excerpt by Shannon Falconer, PhD, CEO and co-founder of Because Animals. 
and I'm Marian Erickson, and this is Plant-Based Briefing. I'm really looking forward to the cultured mouse treats and the cultured mouse food for my cat. She currently eats plant-based cat foods, which she loves. She gets either Evolution Diet or Ami. She loves both of them. But she was a rescue and a real big hunter, so I know she would love if we threw some of this cultured mouse food in the mix. Please share this with anyone who might benefit, and thanks for listening.